just missed one there. Herbert inside the 10, still going at the five, turns his legs, and he's in! Touchdown, Chicago! It's Herbert on first down. He's got some room. Big hole for Herbert. Herbert into Houston territory. And Herbert is finally taken down by Derek Stingley. Well, why pass the ball when you can do that on the ground? Hoping to avoid that decision here. Third and goal. Herbert right up the middle. Pushing the pile. And he is in for the touchdown. Mills throws up in the air and intercepted by Eddie Jackson. It is a touchback as Jackson comes up with his 12th career INT. Starting to rain at Soldier Field on third and one. Mills pass deflected, intercepted. Roquan Smith and Mills makes the tackle. That middle linebacker is just playing zone, watching the eyes of the quarterback. And the quarterback should be the one manipulating the middle linebacker, not the other way around. A 30-yard attempt. Santos for the win, and it is good! Just missed one there. Herbert. Inside the 10, still going at the 5, turns his legs, and he's in! Touchdown, Chicago! It's Herbert on first down. He's got some room. Big hole for Herbert. Herbert into Houston territory. And Herbert is finally taken down by Derek Stingley. Well, why pass the ball when you can do that on the ground? Hoping to avoid that decision here. Third and goal. Herbert right up the middle. Pushing the pile. And he is in for the touchdown. Shout out the guys, CNG. Yes, sir.
Hey everyone, this is Dr. Paulo here from Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG Podcast. They have been a great supporter of what we do here on the channel that I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting CNG Podcast. Again, that is CNG Podcast. You could go ahead and hit follow or subscribe to their channel. Afterwards, you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions. All right. Take care. This is Dr. Paulo signing off. Deuces. I see it. You see it. They see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, baby. Let's go. CNG Podcast. Come on, bear down. Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy to be on the CNG Podcast. Bear down, Chicago. <laughs> My bad, y'all. My bad. Welcome to the CNG podcast. Um, post game show. Today we're gonna be um of course talking about the Bears and the Texans. G Walker, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Cool, man. All right, G uh, Walker, man, we was we was in the group chat today, man. Um, what you guys say about this game, man? We're gonna get right into it. We ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Who me? Yeah, man, go ahead and start us off, bro. Hey, look, man, that was a sloppy ass game. Um, I expected more from the passing game again. Um, it didn't happen again, so. For us to come out with a win, I predicted a win today. Everybody needs to give me my flowers. I predicted a win today. Give me my flowers, man. I predicted a win today. Well, who well, who who disagreed with you? Man, there was a couple people from a other these other groups, man, that was talking fly earlier, man. Mm. Well, of course, of course, they're gonna do that. Um, of course, after a Bears loss last week, Justin only threw 11 times. They're going to stick with that. And today, pretty much kind of proved their point with Justin because he didn't do too good on um, today either. I'm about to, yeah. Yeah. What's good? What's good, CJ? What's good, man? Not much, man. I'm trying to get to make sure this camera's um, on point before I jump on real quick. Yeah, I guess that makes two of us, bro. But man, um, as you guys come, as you guys are coming in right now, if you guys leaving any comments in the comment section, you guys got any questions, drop them in the comment section. We'll answer them. Yep. And we are live right now on Facebook and YouTube. So that goes for both Facebook and YouTube users. If you guys are watching the podcast right now, you got any questions, drop them in the comment section. We will answer them once again. So, so. 
But um, I got my notes ready, man. I got all my game notes. I hope we got some good overlays, man. Man, um, <laughs> I don't know, man, because um, I I didn't get to see much. I probably saw a third of the game today, man. My 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 internet and stuff was acting up for some reason today. So um, oh yeah, I don't know what happened with all that, but I didn't get a chance to see. I saw mostly everything, but I it was do bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, the game, the game, the game was sloppy, man. It was, it was, it didn't look too, it didn't look too crisp out there, man. That, that, um, from, from the start of the game, from the start of the game, you could just tell that the, um, the offense, I don't know, man, um, uh, Mutherford with that first, that first, um, snap he did. Messing that up. The run, um, the running game was was on point, you know, until Montgomery got hurt. Um, what did you, as far as Montgomery, because um, I know I took I took some heat today, a little bit for that, but uh, as far as Montgomery, did you think he had a good game before he got hurt? He was having a game. I think his game was developing. Um, his run game was getting on point for sure. It, he 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 was playing. He was playing until he got hurt. He like he was ready to pick it up where he was off last week. Uh, you know, but Herbert, man, it's looking like Herbert could be a number one back. It's looking like Herbert could be a number one back. I know people are splitting hairs. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, as far as um Herbert and 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 Montgomery, they are two different backs. Herbert is more patient when it comes with the blocks. You can see that. Um. And he's been the most consistent. I'm gonna say it again. He's been the most consistent for the last two games. You know, mm -hmm. he's just patient with the. I don't know with him on this offensive line. I just think if he had a great offensive line, he could be a 1200 to 1500 um, running back per season. You know, he has he he has that potential to, to do that. So with him playing with this bad offensive line, because this offensive line is is not good. You know, it's I, I don't know what it is, man. Wow, man! I don't know. I, I mean, the offensive line—it it, looked like it's running good to me. I mean, how many yards he had? Two hundred and forty-one. Some. What? How many yards did he have? He had over hundred yards rushing today. Yeah, I mean, as far as I mean, was well, as, as far as the running game. Hold on, we got echo. Hold on, one second. Go. I was gonna say, as far as the running game, um, yeah, that did its part. But the passing game, I think, is you know where where we're we're lacking something from there. So I've never kind of seen this a running game run good and then a passing game just be completely off for some reason. Well, let's talk about it because look, we can go right here, man. Look, we can go right here. Huh. Let's talk about it, man. This guy right here, bro. This kid, man. This kid right here, dog. I seen. So much bad stuff I didn't like today, man. He was impatient. He looked like he was playing how he wanted to play. He looked like he wasn't sticking with the, the game plan. He like he was going off script. It looked like everybody was kind of under control except for him. And for you to be a franchise quarterback, you cannot be that way. You know what I'm saying? He has to be the one that's calm. You can't be the one on the sidelines freaking out. And he showed that today, man. He showed his rush throws, his overthrows, him not throwing the ball. Like he's it's looking like he wants to play backyard football and go for the 
the big play every chance he can get. What did you see from him today? I mean, that's exactly what I saw. I, I, I saw him being very impatient. I saw no discipline. Um, you know, you can't. That's the first time, um, probably the first time since last year that I saw, you know, his face with the the face that he was making. He was um, very, like, he was discomfort out there. He was taking shots. He was taking hits. And it, it didn't look like a Justin Fields that was happy, man. It looked like a Justin Fields that was just, that was completely out of it. Um, he, he was rushing. Um, he rushed a lot of his throws. He he made a lot of unnecessary throws. Um, terrible throws out there as far as the interceptions. I mean, those were basically on him. So, you know, he's got to be more disciplined and learning how to check down on the plays. He's not doing enough check downs. I mean, Cole Komet finally got, got, got a good catch today. But he's got to start looking for his guys in the middle of the field and quit looking, you know, deep in the, deep down the field. You know, he has to learn how to read defenses and, and understand when to pick and choose his spots. You know, until he does that, he's going to be frustrated. Just him by himself, he's going to be frustrated. He just has to be better with his timing, man. It seems like if it's nothing's there so far in these first three games or these last two games, he's going to freak out, man, because he's not getting the chunk plays that he wants to get. He forced the pass into triple coverage to Darnell Mooney. Why would you do that, bro? Because you want to play the game that you want to play. You don't want to be patient and take the checkdowns, take the underneaths. He doesn't want to do any of that. So – it's going to be hard for us to win games because we don't know what type of person we're going to get from, from Fields. Is he calm? Is he, is he going to stay with the game plan? Is he going to stay with the game? Because there are times in the game where the defense is going to be tired and we can just we can really exploit them. We started doing it in the second half when he tossed the nice ball to Komet. Then he tossed the nice ball to Mooney. But then we got the ball and he almost fumbled the ball away. So it just seemed like he has to put it all together. You know what I mean? Yeah, now that, that was my whole point. Um, was saying with the offense is that um he had to put it together. All of it has to come into play. So it's kind of difficult when you see him out there making one or two good plays, and then he'll just go completely backwards the next four or five plays. Yeah, just, he just starts to unravel like they 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 um. They zoomed in on him. He was on the sideline talking to himself. Like, I don't know what he was saying. He probably was telling himself he needs to calm down because it seems like he gets in, into his head, and then he thinks that because he thinks he's so smart, he can just outsmart the defense or outsmart the play callers or whatever the scheme that guess he might be trying to run through. You know what I mean? It's like he just gets frustrated and he wants to just bypass that letting the game come to him. You know what I mean? He, he just he can't do that. He can't rush it he can't dictate the flow of the game like that he's not that quarterback yet and i think and i and, and g walker i think what the biggest thing is you're looking at this bears team overall you gotta think about it from the players that the players that have been in this league for you know the rookie season and all for the last couple of years there's all, all of them are so used to playing with a team that has players that they're used to playing with you know, you got to think about it. Justin Fields is used to being in Ohio State and playing with his his group. 
So now you come into an NFL season, you got to learn how to play with a new cast. And everybody has now filled into their role. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, everybody has everybody hasn't filled into their role. So when you look at guys, you have to play to your other teammates' strengths. You know, Justin has to understand. That's why I said this whole money thing. Don't get me wrong, that's good. But you have to, you have other teammates out there that you have to connect with, that you have to get the game going with. If you're just a one-dimensional quarterback, you're not going to win that way. No, I, I agree, man. It just seems like he just wants to play. You know, like everything you're saying is making making total uh, good sense, man. Everybody on the team matters. Just because you you work well with Mooney doesn't mean you don't have to work well with Komet. Spend time with Komet. Spend time with Herbert Montgomery. Like, dude, you got to get to know all these guys, man. You just can't favor one because you're going to need all these guys at different times of the game. So the chemistry between St. Brown got to be good. The chemistry between him and Pringle got to be good. So it's like a whole process of things that's going on right now that is frustrating to him, but he has to know that it's going to come in time. Like you can't jump ahead your process. So today he showed you everything that he was, that was bad about Justin Fields. You know, he had a good 29, you know, um, yard run that was good, but he threw two interceptions, man. You know what I mean? Force, force interceptions too, force passes. So what do you think about the interceptions he threw today? Well, the second one I missed. The one I missed. Um, the first one I saw the it clear as day. He just completely overthrew his receiver. Overthrew his receiver. You know, so I don't know what he was thinking on that play, but it it, it wasn't good at all. Yeah, and it, and it wasn't good. This guy right here, I think he had what two catches. Hmm. Again, I don't think it was that many catches, man. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. With with Darnell Mooney, I, I get that people wants to make him into a a number one receiver and all that. But as I said before, and I say it again, Darnell Mooney seems to to be the type that is a very good number two, number three receiver. You can put him in the slot. You can get him, you know, mix him around in the middle of the field. Do I think he's a deep ball threat? Um, right now, no, because of the quarterback he has. You know, and, and Justin has to get used. You know, you don't have no time. He's not making the throws, you know, that, that can give him the ball going deep. So would he be better on another team playing with a different quarterback that can do that? You don't – yeah, definitely. But on this team right now, he cannot be a number three receiver. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, a number one receiver. Yeah, I don't think he's a number one receiver. Um, he's not showing me anything to where he's he's breaking, he's breaking defenders down and he's forcing the defensive coordinators to – change their game plan on defending him. You know what I mean? And I think that's what a, um, a number one wide receiver does to a football game. That they, t they make a, defen a defensive coordinator change around his game plan. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. And everybody is freaking out with him not having no, him not having the weapons and anything like that. Look, y'all, we, we said before, we said it again. We knew what this season was going to be. It was going to be a lot of ups and downs. It was going to be um, players and coaches, you know, adjusting to what, you know, to their new roles. A lot of these guys are playing different roles that they haven't played before. That's the coaching staff included, you know. Um, so we're going to be dealing with this all season. So what the players have to do is what growth they're going to have from game to game. Yeah, I'm still getting some feedback in my, uh, in my headset.
But um, it, it, it's going to take them, you know, everybody is playing in a new role. So it's going to take people time to get adjusted to their role. But, you know, but again, Justin cannot be out here forcing bad throws. You know, and I understand he wants to connect with this man, Darnell Mooney. I, I get it. But it's not <laughs> – you have to connect with your other receivers. You have to connect with your other receivers. You have to connect with your tight ends. You have to make that happen. You know, doing it to Darnell Mooney is not going to, you know, it's not going to, the way your offense is right now and the way that the offensive line is blocking right now, you just, it's not going to happen right now. So you have to check down that ball and make your offense go, go smoothly. I like him better in the hurry up offense, you know, instead of being this pocket back, you know, five step drop, these three step drop quarterback, trying to throw the ball, get him in the hurry up, you know, get, get him in the hurry up offense to make the play. All right, we're going to pull up this um, comment real quick. You got to mute your mic, G-Walker. You got to unmute your mic. Your mic. Oh, I agree. I agree, bro. I don't see anything to where we have a type of offense to where we could just chuck it around the yard all game, or at least half a game. We we don't have that type of personnel yet. Um Kamen had a good catch. Uh, Mooney had a good catch. And I say singular. I'm not even talking plural. These are just singular catches. I didn't see anything to where there were multiple catches, you know what I mean, where we could destroy a defensive coordinated game plan against us. So you are totally correct, man, that we need to run the ball more. Uh, and we did, man. Herbert had a great game. Uh, he had a 50-yard, um, 50-yard, 53-yard run today. He, had scored, he scored two touchdowns. So the run game is, is probably not the problem. Um, before David Montgomery got hurt, he was running pretty well. Um, right. the offensive line was blocking pretty well. Um, so the old offensive line is starting to look like the offensive line that that was rated pretty high early in this week. What you think, CJ? Um, again, man, the offensive line, as far as in the passing game, is going to need work. I'm not going to sugarcoat that shit. Um, it definitely needs work, but the running game is definitely where it needs to be. I think they need to continue to do that because I think that really helped them out in this game because the way the passing game looked, um, if if the Bears were going to go away from that running game, it wasn't going to happen. I totally agree, man. It just seems like, you know, we're limited in the passing game. That's That's been two weeks in a row. Uh, Justin, he started out pretty bad. It was like three for eight, three for nine. It was terrible, man. Terrible passes the whole game. Overthrows, interceptions. It just it just wasn't good. Uh, I have to put more blame on Justin Fields than I wanted to, and I have to be objective and I have to be fair. Justin Fields needs to get his butt in the film room so he can see the mistakes that he's making in live games. There, they were putting catchers in front of Justin Fields' face, and he was overlooking Komet right in front of his face in a checkdown in the flat on purpose. Then he took a sack for that. Justin Fields thinks that he can play the game at his speed. Justin Fields, let me tell you this right now, bro. You are not that quarterback right now. Um, I can't defend bad play. I can't defend arrogance. Um, I can't defend him being stubborn. I saw a lot of things today that was totally opposite of the kid that uh, that's poised, that's uh, mild-mannered, that's, um, you know, he has pretty good upbringing from his father. All of, all of it the past two weeks has been going to shit. I haven't seen nothing from him that he's been – um, advertised about being a good quarterback as far as his mental capability of staying with the game. 
I, I, I just didn't see it today. I didn't see it, CJ. What about you? Um, I definitely didn't see it. And um, it's frustrating, man, because um, you want this kid to do well. You probably got to meet your Mikey Walker for your feedback. I'm seeing this kid do well, you know, at times, but then I see, you know, his whole demeanor has been changing for the last couple of weeks. His facial expressions, everything. So I don't know if the, if the Chicago media has gotten to him um, as far as with the comments or as far as what's going on, but I don't know, man. He got to get it together. Let's let's get into these comments real quick, um, G. Walker. All right, we got um, we got John Harbaugh. He said he already gave up on him. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, hey, he he's he's putting the stuff out on film to where he's he's making people give up on him, man. Like I literally saw Kemet commit in his face a few times for him to take the check down, bro. And he was holding the ball. I cannot forget that shit, bro. That was wild to see, man. Uh, that we got Nicholas that's saying Jay feels frustrated. He knows the playbook, but not allowed to use it. You think it's, it's because he's not allowed to use it? I don't know, CJ. What you think about that? I don't think if he's not allowed to use it. I just think that he's not his. He's not doing. He's not reading the field enough. You know, players are right there in his face. You can't. You have to see that as a quarterback, and you know it got to be some type of way that he's got to get space to move around. Now you can blame that on the offensive line. But Jets has got to move around to see what's out there out there on the field. You know, you're, you're 6'3", you're, you're tall, but you have to be willing to see your vision. And if you can't see what's in front of you, then that's a problem. I mean, it's like I said, it's coming down to him wanting to play with how he wants to play. Football, mm -hmm. you have to be patient. You know what I mean? You have to be yep. patient, man. And he just looks like he doesn't want to be patient. Because I guarantee you, there's, every game we've had so far, there's been plays where Justin could take over the game and get those plays that he wants, those big game changing plays. He just, he's just not being poised and disciplined enough. We got some more comments, too. All right, let's get to him. We got Randall that said that's a good win. Bro, how do you see that that was a good win? Show me – give me a comment to what made that a good win. I mean, we're a bad team, but give me something that you saw like, yeah, that was a good win that we grew from. The the, the play calling grew. The offensive line grew. The, the Justin Fields grew. Give me something – that shows you that they grew today. Give me a comment. Well, G. Walker, before we get before we get into the next comment, let, let, let me say something on that. It was more so of not being a good win, but it was more so the mistakes that we saw the Texans make towards the end of the game. We have to look at that. You know, we have to pay attention to that and look at that. So it's more the mistakes that that we are, you know, that the Texans were making towards the end of the game, I believe. But let's get down to the next comment. Uh, he said, I heard all song about his work and his knowledge of the playbook. Yeah, me too. And I heard of him and him, him and um, Mooney, they were sleeping in their bunk beds and having a great bromance all summer. And their chemistry was like Jerry Rice and uh, Montana. It was like, oh, look at this. But they get on the field. I don't see any of that. Any Man, of that. I, I hope I hope you guys didn't buy into that. <laughs> I hope y'all didn't buy into that. Let's go to the comments, though. Uh, Nicholas says it wasn't a good win. It was an ugly one. I agree. Uh, then we got uh, Randall coming back saying a W is a W, bro. It's hard to win in this league. I bet you those on three teams <laughs> would think it was a good win. You know what, bro? That's true, but we're not an on three team, bro. So we're not going to talk about what we would be looking like if we were on three. We two and one. So 
there's they're not a perfect team. They're not they're, they're not a, a, a good team. Two and one, you still get criticized, you still get analyzed, and you still get critiqued. Doesn't matter if you zero and three or you two and one. This kid was uh, drafted high as the number one, a number eleven pick in our draft. We we took him, and the things that he was praised about, I don't see it right now. He's completely coming off the rails, man. Mentally, he's coming off the rails, man. Crazy. I agree with you, guys. Thank you. Hey, Dago, our third member of the show right there, Angel. Go ahead and speak your piece, bro. What did you see from Justin Fields today? You know what I mean? That you were just like, what is what I What I see from Justin Fields today is what everybody was complaining about Mr. Trubisky. No, he can't hit the open man. Oh, he look at his balls are airing. His ball, he doesn't even know what, what he's looking at. Uh, well, what he can't even read a defense. I'm sorry, this the that Houston we won by luck. What I see from Justin Fields was a guy who cannot pass the ball. I don't know what it is that's with him. If it's his own self confidence. Or what? But the man is ridiculously incapable of making regular passes. This game shows me that he was really bad today. I've seen him do some stuff before where he looked nice and everything, and we and we looked like we had potential there. But I, I, this is another game where he just looks like He's one of our weak spots on offense. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. The old line looked like it was protecting well. The, the offensive coordinator was being patient. Herbert was being patient. Everybody was into the game mentally, knowing that this is a war and we have to fight. Set for Justin. And if you're going to be the franchise quarterback of a team. You have to embody patience. You have to embody calmness. And that's all that you hear from him, how calm he is, how patient he is. But all you see him on the sideline of doing is rolling his eyes, being impatient, man. So, you know, and I think that's what's, what's, what's messing him up. He's getting into his head too much. Can you get – I don't even think it's that. I'm going to be honest with you. When did you guys see a tablet in his hand? None. If you no. haven't even seen a tablet in this man's hand, what is he doing on game day? Is he even looking at what he did wrong? Is he even looking at what uh, what the read it? I, I didn't see not one tablet in this man's hand. The, the only time I seen the tablet, Andrew, was the first game when um I believe Getsy brought it over to him and they was looking at something. Then that's that's your offensive coordinator bringing it over to you, right? Right. If you want to be a leader, you got to go seek these things. You got to see what do I have to do? Is he just blaming other people? Is this what it is, what it's coming down to? Where he feels the need where he's just going to, I don't have to do much. I'm just going to sit here and, and, and sit on the bench. He's sitting on the bench. He's not even walking around. He's not talking to his players. He's not saying, hey, O-line, what are you seeing? You see the best quarterbacks in the league talking to their other players. He's sitting down like this. Hmm. Remember they came back from commercial. He's like this. <laughs> mm. Are you sure you're not? 
it, look, it looks like it looks a little bit of Im, um, immaturity is what it looks like. It, like we talked all this match, they wanted to pick a, 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 a quarterback out, you know, like calling him garbage and trash and hot garbage due to everything because he, he Mr. Trubisky did not pick himself number two in that draft. Okay, we all know that. We, no, I don't think nobody here wanted Mr. Trubisky picked by the Bears that that year. But if this man was run the hell out of town. If this man was doing what, what Justin Fields is doing in his second year. When the Bears went, uh, what was it, twelve and four? If Mitch Trubisky was doing what Justin Fields is doing now, they would have realized this kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get, let's let's get to some yeah, comments, let's get to these man. comments, man. Uh, he says Randall says Justin seems like he's not trusting what he's saying and he's not reading the whole field, bro. Correct. They was putting Comet right in front of him, bro, for a checkdown, and he overlooked that shit like two times today. Cause he's looking downfield when it's not looking available. So, mm -hmm. That's crazy. Cause that's that means you're not trusting the timing and understand that this is a this is a this is a whole game and not one play. Go ahead, Angel. Then when he did look downfield, he overthrows the player. Yep. He in the middle of the field too. He's not overthrowing on the side. Ash. He's still overthrowing in the middle of the field where safety help is. And it's like I I don't know what's going on. But the, uh, like he said, uh, he's not reading the whole field. But these are things that were excuses that people didn't want to hear for a one-year college starter in Mr. Bisky. But this is a multi-year college starter in Justin Fields. He threw in a triple cover today, man. He threw in a triple cover today. Interception. It, it, I'm sure somebody else was somewhere else was open. It, he doesn't lead the receiver. Yeah, but no, no, I'm saying. I'm sure there's somewhere there's a receiver that's open because the all 22 has been showing it. He doesn't lead his receivers. How many passes did you see a receiver catching stride today? They had to stop and, 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 and wait for the ball to get to them. Nothing's in stride. Nothing when he when he, when the receiver is running, it's because it's over his head or it's way past him. He's trying to run to the ball. He cannot hit a receiver in stride. He hasn't done it all year. The 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 uh, touchdown to Pettis. Pettis had to stop and wait for the ball. Yep. Everything's been where the receiver has to stop. Mm. This is ridiculous. Th this is a multi-year college starter. Maybe now we know why he went so far in the draft that he did. Angel, uh, let's get I'll back to it. some of the comments, yeah, man. Let's get to the comments here. Um, Black Rain seven seventy twenty seventy twenty nine said people said the same thing in Philly. And Miami, and now they have great players around, and look how they improve. So that goes into our organization. And what did they did they build around Fields this draft? Go ahead, Angel. Well, go ahead. No, no, guy. I, 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 I mean, guy. Are we on the same page? They did not build towards his strength. They didn't. No, uh, Randall, CJ. No, they, they, they didn't. They didn't. No. Okay, so they didn't build towards his strength, but. We say Miami and uh, Philly were were they giving the were they doing this many turnovers? Were their quarterbacks doing this many turnovers? This he's already what he's at at almost three to one turnover ratio. After today, yeah, <laughs> there's a that's a problem. Jalen Hurts was learning. He went through uh, multiple uh, 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 two different um, coaches too. Right now he's got a new coach and, and he's and he's doing that offense. But they went and they got a star receiver, Antonio Brown, for him. 
They went and they drafted other players, Devontae Smith, uh, before Jalen Rager. And now I, I think Rager's gone, right? Or is Rager still yeah, there? He's gone. He's in okay. all but, but they kept on getting players on offense. We didn't. But when we're looking at we, they said Mooney's a, a star player, right? That's what they said. <laughs> now, now my thing is, quarterbacks need to be able to make a pass when the receiver is open. And I'm not going to blame a receiver who uh, uh, the receiving corps, when they are open, they can't even get a pass at them. This quarterback is missing them. That's why I said he's been, he's doing everything that we blame somebody else. He's, he's missing. He's flat out missing receivers. These are not super drops. When Coca Mega gets a drop, we blast him. Oh, you got to catch that stuff. Well, guess what? He's missing receivers by five, ten yards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one more thing. Let's go guys to the point right I, here. It says, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they didn't trust they him at two, third and six. Yep. Two times they didn't trust him. As you can see. He doesn't know he, he doesn't know what read. He doesn't know if a receiver is gonna break at this point. He's gonna be open at that hash mark over there. He doesn't know that. He he cannot see that. All right. Well, you know what we're gonna do right now? Everybody, we're gonna to go to commercial. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the defense for a little bit. So stay with us and enjoy some, some nice little background music. We'll be right back. And like this damn video. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like the video. Leave a like, comment, and share, please, everyone. Thank you. Reach your mics.
intermission right there i hope you guys enjoyed the pictures and the music man you know we've been out here like an hour man you know so we just want to give y'all a little bit of a little bit of music and things like that let you guys see what's coming a couple of those overlays were a vikings podcast that we're going to be working with during the season uh lions podcast and a curd and a, a new female that's going to be on our podcast too uh sugar and vodka so and the shot bulls podcast so we just want to give you guys a preview and a commercial we've been doing but we're going to pick it up right here, right now. We're going to talk about the defense, which held the game together. So, CJ, kick us off what you thought about the defense today. Man, um, defense, defense was pretty good. Um, it, 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 was, it was a few times we saw a couple of breakdowns and um, missed tackles, um, probably more so in the um, second half a little bit. But I think that, came, that probably came from fatigue. But uh, Roquan Smith. Played his ass off today. Got to give that guy some credit. 16 tackles, an interception. Yeah. I think Roquan played up to his potential today, man. Um, I called the game. I said we were going to win today. And I was in the group chat today saying we're going to get us some – the defense is going to win this game for us. And right before that happened, he caught the interception, man. It was just beautiful to see, man, that the defense didn't give up today. Uh, Flus's defense seems like his defense is ahead of his offense. So, you know, I expected that this coming season that the defense was going to be ahead of the offense. I, I clearly saw that coming this year. So um, I like what I saw. I like what I saw from Brisker. Uh, he had a couple of pass breakups today. Um, Gordon, he seemed like he stuck with it today. He was getting burnt a couple of times, but he didn't give up. Uh, we could have did better with the interior defense with Quinn and all those guys. But overall, I think the defense played – what they needed to do, they got us a W. Angel, what you think about that defense today? Uh, the defense did enough to beat a uh, fifth-string quarterback, of a, you know, a fifth-round draft pick quarterback, a uh, running back that's okay. Um, Brandon Cooks is their top receiver. Um, they did enough to win that game, and uh, I, I like Roquan, but... Uh, and I don't think nobody here is not saying not to pay that man, Mark uh, Nichols, but uh, he's not top five uh, pay in the league worthy of that. Uh, one game, uh, you know, where he played exceptionally well. Uh, yes, he made, uh, I want to say, two impact plays 
in this game that I've seen. Obviously, the interception to seal it and uh, the uh, tackle for a loss uh, when it came in off the blind side and uh, rocked that uh, rocked the court, uh, the running back uh, real quick to, before that uh, play can get off. Uh, those were the two impact plays that I seen him to, uh, do today. A lot of his tackles are, you know, uh, good, good, solid. Uh, play nothing wrong on that, but um, I'm not paying this man no $25 million a year um, to do a 16 tackle game, one every three games, four games. Uh, it's not going to happen. If he wants to be one of the top linebackers paid in the league, yeah, then you could give him one of the top linebacker plays in the league, but he's not worthy of defensive and uh, defensive lineman type money where he's looking for. Uh, the whole thing was not that the Bears weren't trying to pay him. They were. They offered him around $17 million a year. He's looking for 20 to $25 million a year. That's the reason why he didn't uh, recite his, uh, his contract. Okay, so it's, let, let's be real. We want to pay this man. He just wants more. He wants Aaron Donald money. Okay, so um, I've seen a lot from Brisker. Brisker, I think, uh, played into the box uh, very well today. I think he did great uh, following his receivers and uh, running backs uh, when he was shadowing them. I think he played exceptionally. Out of our two rookies that we got out there right now with uh, Gordon and Brisker, Brisker is outperforming Gordon. Uh, Gordon uh, every week has a couple of blown coverage assignments. Uh, he does get a couple of pass breakups, so at least uh, there are times where he's making up for it. But uh, I see a lot of uh, ways that he has to go to be a starting cornerback in the NFL. There's too many blown assignments uh, from him. Now, um, Vildor, you know, is Vildor. Uh, one nice tackle here, one horrible play over there. So <laughs> how he's still on the team is one thing. Uh, Necessary Evil, I'm sneaking in right quick at, at the job. All right, thank you for stopping by, Necessary Evil. Um, the defensive line, I, played, I think the defensive line played adequate. Um, I, I don't know what happened to Robert Quinn, uh, but this looks like Robert Quinn from two years ago and not last year. Um, this is not our sack guy that got 17, whatever sacks it was last year is not him. The, the, do you guys remember how many sacks he's had this year so far? Zero. I believe, I believe he has what doesn't he have one? No, he had one for last week. Oh, if that's one in three yeah, games, yeah, one for last week. Nowhere on games. pace for he's not on pace to get even double digits. Then, so where is our defensive you know line? Even, even even worse than that, where was Gibson today? Where was he at? Where was Gibson in week one? Gibson performed Gibson in. Week? That's what I'm saying. Gibson performed in week two. He wasn't. He wasn't performing in week one, and he didn't perform in week three. Uh, week one, it was the rookie Robinson that uh, that outperformed on the defensive line. Last week was Gibson. This week, uh, Robinson did get a half a sack in there, I believe, and he tagged uh, with um with the defensive tackle. I forgot what his name was that came up up the middle. They both got a half a sack on that. Um, but they played adequate enough for pass rush. But again, we're talking about a Houston Texans team. If this was a top of the line offensive line, I don't think we would have even sniffed a sack this this game because of how I, they they weren't getting. They weren't getting any action upfield. I seen Mills moving around in the pocket like if he was some all-pro quarterback. He was moving around this way, moving around that way, moving around this way, moving around that way. He had a lot of time. That's why he was picking our our, our defensive backs apart. Uh, he, uh, what they did to Davis Mills was make him look like where he was drafted, fourth, fifth round. 
He looked like he's a, a, a regular average Joe quarterback. Um, and I, I'm happy that our defense did that. Our defense did what they should have did, win the game. Uh, we are the we better are the defensive, better team, defensive team, team over their offense. Over their offense. All right, let's get to this comment. He said, we have a defensive head coach, so where is our defense ranked in your eyes? CJ, where do you think this defense at? Where we think we at after today, man? Um, I still – I think right now I'm going to say probably top 20. Probably top 20, top 15. Good day. I, yeah, I think the defense on, on, on is going to be high, man. I, I think the defense is going to be – it's going to get better. I think, like I said, I think this defense is going to get better. It's going to get better. It's not going to get worse. Um, I expect Roquan to get better. I think this was a, a, a good game to where he can, he can get his confidence back a little bit more. And I expect the momentum to be there more with the defense. I expect this defense to be ready to roll and play the Giants on Sunday. They're not going to dip off. They're going to be better. They're, going, they're not going to dip off. Not, go ahead, CJ. I got I, I, I to gotta say something to that because again, go ahead. Again, the interior – the defensive ends, they got to show up every week. They cannot have these these type of games where two guys disappear, another two guys come in and do a little bit of, of whatever. Those defensive that defensive line has got to has got to show up. You know, we saw we saw the linebackers flying around doing their part. Okay, we you know we're gonna get that from them, but that defensive line has got to step up. Justin Justin Jones, Justin Jones. those guys have got to step up. And you think they're you gonna know do what? that against like Roquan Barkley? Oh, you know what? Hey, oh, Saquon Barkley, excuse me. I was just about to say that about uh, Saquon. We says uh, Iceberg Slim says defense top 10. We had a hard three teams to play. Uh, San Fran, Green Bay, a lovey defense. What you think about that, Angel? I see your face down there. Thank you for the compliment, Iceberg. I'm uh, going to politely disagree. Um, I think we did not have a hard three teams to play in the beginning of the season. Um, mistake me if I'm wrong. Uh, the San Francisco uh, have a win under Trey Lance. What's his record when Trey Lance has been their quarterback? Is probably what one in three now, one in four when he was their starting quarterback. Um, Houston Texans, uh, they they haven't got a win this season. Um, this is week three now. They got a tie, right, and they got a loss right. and a loss. Uh, right. Green Bay. Uh, is the hardest team that we've seen on that schedule. Now, I prefer the 49ers with Jimmy G as their quarterback over 49ers with Trey Lance as their quarterback. Uh, but they didn't play Jimmy G. They played Trey Lance. And when they played Trey Lance uh, before the game, I said, without George Kittle, we were going to win that game. They didn't have their star tight end. They had a, I'm sorry, the weaker of the two quarterbacks in Trey Lance starting. And I felt like their defense in being it being in the rain, how it was, we did come out with a victory because we outperformed them. But I picked them to win the game. Packers, I didn't I didn't pick them to win the game, but I wanted them to. That was the only hard team I see on the schedule that we've played so far. If we continue with this against the Giants, the Giants are an adequate offense team. What I think our defense is ranked, I think our defense is ranked by what I've seen so far. 22 to 20. I don't I don't I don't see it. I don't I don't see a consistent defensive rush. No. 
No, we're we're, we're ranked harder. We're ranked way higher than that. And you I can like say that. Iceberg, you could... I like what Iceberg Slim said. Two rookies and an out of shape Roquan, we will get better. I totally agree with that. I think two two rookies are out of shape Roquan. I think they're gonna get better. Uh, Davis Mills over two almost two hundred and fifty yards passing on us. Davis Mills. You think that's that that that's top? I was told by uh, top ten. I, that's not top ten. I didn't. I don't know about top ten. I think we're like top 12, 13, or something like that. I would say. I, I, would, I, say, would, say, I, I would say. Right now, after right three, now, games, three games, we're probably around probably the seventeen, around 17 to 20 range. 20 range. After these three games. After these three games. All right. This iceberg, they defense aren't pretty, defense good. pretty good. You are right. But my my thing is this: what do you, what what are we going to grow from? Because I, I think, like I say, it keeps coming back to that the defense is ahead of the offense, man. Somebody has to get on Justin's ass, bro. Somebody has to do it, man. I, who 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 gives him that 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 tough pill to swallow, man? Who gives Justin? That cold water shower, man. Go ahead, Angie. Nobody, because that's not the quarterback they drafted. So you <laughs> that's what it's coming down to? They don't care. <laughs> so so give me all the signs that they don't care about Justin. Go ahead. That's, is it the draft? They didn't draft well for him. So, okay, so, okay, so let, let's go with uh they had the ninth most money in the offseason. To sign players, the first person they tried, they attempted to sign on twelve oh one was a defensive tackle. They went Please hard with his, yes, but they went hard with that money, right? They they gave him, uh, it was like fifteen million dollars a year almost. So they went to a defensive tackle night one at twelve oh one day in the morning. What was the first offensive player that you heard about them signing? Was Patrick. A backup offensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers. That's the first offensive player they attempted to sign. A backup offensive lineman, not a starter, backup, which is why he's also doing rotational play with Tevin Jenkins right now at guard. Agreed. If, if his thumb wasn't hurt, he might be our starting center. But because his thumb is hurt, he's doing rotation work with Tevin Jenkins at guard. Tevin Jenkins starts. Patrick comes in and, 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 and alleviates him from time to time. Now, we went and got a fourth string receiver from the Kansas City Chiefs in Pringle. Their fourth string. It, uh, we had who they have above him? Uh Hill, um, Holdman, and uh uh Marcel Hardman, and who was the other receiver they had before? I think uh, was Watkins still there? Yeah, Watkins, I think Watkins is yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the Tyreek Hill, Mark, uh, Mark Hardman, uh, Sammy Watkins—they're all above Pringle. So you look at the fourth, the fourth, the fourth string receiver. That—that's our first, our first signing from uh, uh for receivers, fourth string. Okay, all right. Oh, well, what are we gonna get him next? The fifth string receiver from Green Bay, Equimania St. Brown, who played behind Devontae Adams, Randall hey, Cobb. Hey, Hold on. He, a, a weightlifter, uh, professional. I, um, I don't care. Man. I don't care. We're we gonna go by <laughs> where he goes in the picking order Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, 
uh Alan Lazard. Um, who else was above him? They had another person over there, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers only passed with Devontae Adams, so it's hard to remember the receivers. <laughs> it's hard to remember the receivers. But Equimedia St. Brown was fourth or fifth option over there. Okay, that's that's our other guy that we're going to sign as a receiver. Okay? And they both came from the organizations where these two guys that just got hired came from. So Green Bay, Getsy, Coles, Kansas City. Are you actually looking for other talent elsewhere that is going to help your team? We get, I, I get told that, oh, you know, uh, uh, Amari Cooper's overpaid. We can't sign, we can't play him. It's all on Justin to hold uh, himself accountable. I agree. We, we agree. Uh, Justin has to hold himself accountable. But we also got to look at is the team actually preparing this quarterback to be their quarterback? And from what I've seen, it's a no. I don't think they're looking for him to be their future quarterback. Because nothing that they did shows it they went defense first two picks of the draft defense first player they wanted to sign as a free agent defense everybody else and we'll, we'll take a stab here we're going to take a 25 year old special teamer as a third round draft as pick, pick. <laughs> valens jones where is he man he, he missed like but the thing is that what did they expect from him he's a special teamer He's his whole purpose. What, what they know that he's going to do on the team is going to be special teams. They hope he can become something else because he has the skill set. But you didn't have him as that. Like George Pickens was still out there, or or uh, David Bell. I'm sorry, Bell. Pickens was out there, man, and they didn't draft him because of his attitude. And I was with that, but it's, it still seemed like you should have took a gamble on it. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, if he, if they felt like he was their quarterback. You would have seen a little bit more things done for him. What did they do with the new regime that came, went in over there to Philadelphia? They went, Jalen Hurts, you're our quarterback. We're going to get you a receiver. We're going to get you this. Tua, you're our quarterback. We're going to go and get you Tyreek Hill. We're going to draft your Jalen Waddle that you played with in college. We're going to get you players. Even though that this wasn't the guy that they drafted, they went and got him players. They didn't do that for Justin. They went and got you know the the guys that, that are that are borderline special teamers. So do I feel like oh yeah that that they want him to be their quarterback? Nothing that they've showed me has proven that. How they how they do the play calling that they do on second uh, two times like uh, Nickel said on uh, two times on third and six they took the ball out of his hands. They didn't even want him to do anything with it. So if they don't trust him to be it, why should I trust him to be it? Yeah, you got yeah man, you got. You got a good point, man. Um, the thing that always concerns me when new coaches come in with a with a quarterback. Hold on one second. Okay, so he's saying that he thinks if Trevor Simeon played, he might have had a 300 yards passing. He might have because those receivers were open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely were. <laughs> mm. Man, he said the Bears ain't going to be shit if the Ted Phillips leave. That's crazy that it's coming down to the damn CFO of a company that don't play fucking football for us to be a good football team. That's well, crazy. he didn't He didn't announce retirement, though. He's retiring at the end of the season. He uh, Ted Phillips did announce retirement. Well, of course he did after after he did his job with the whole um, Erlison Heisten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but that's what I'm saying. So at least, at least we know that he's going to be gone, and we can't use that as one of our cruxes. 
<laughs> it's gonna be out of here. Okay, now let's move on <laughs> to something else in the future. We're gonna play something else. <laughs> but you, yeah, the whole this whole thing with getting Justin weapons and pieces. My only issue with that is, is if they wait until next year, let's say, okay, next year comes up, you got all these weapons that come out. Who in the fuck is gonna want to play boss? Hey, you preaching? The guys are too overpay, and the uh, number one pick, uh, or no, number two pick, or number three pick quarterback that you're gonna take. That that that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna say, "Oh, Stroud or whatever it is." <laughs> oh, oh, that's gonna be your quarterback, Justin Fields. We'll see what we get for you. Man, I I, I felt I felt they could have gotten sucks. at least one one guy, at least one guy, at least to, to help fill that void. You could have paid him a three year deal or whatever, and you could have just seen what would happen. I don't understand why they didn't do that. In our group chats uh, that me and Guy are part in, a lot of our Chicago group chats that we have, uh, I made the acknowledgement of that the Cleveland Browns got Amari Cooper for a six-round draft pick, and everybody's talking about, oh, well, he's making $20 million a year. They restructured his contract where they're saving $15 million off their salary cap this year. So just because he's making $20 million, He's actually only costing them five million dollars and a fifth and a six round draft pick. So people can say, well, he's not worth that kind of money. Well, guess what? The players that we are paying right now ain't worth the kind of money that we're paying them right now. Right. So you have to pay P you have to overpay players when you have rookie quarterbacks on rookie deals. When you got young quarterbacks on rookie deals, you overpay other players. Because guess what happens? You front load those contracts. So when the uh when it starts getting lower into into their contract length and their contracts are almost up, you're able you have all that money now to pay your quarterback the high end money, while the other players are able to you don't have to worry about their money because all their guaranteed money is gone. Right. You front load it. The problem is, is that they're thinking like, oh well, these guys are overpaid. Well, guess what? Christian Kirk in his first couple of games with the Jacksonville Jaguars looking like he's worth $20 million. I would have loved if the Bears gave him $20 million to come play over here. The way he's looking. But we want a, we want a penny pinch. Like, the, like, this is our money. Give give our players, if you want an office to show out, you got to pay people. Yep. You can't be just expecting, you know, people to, to just appear out of trees and just, oh, God, he's going to be awesome. Guess what? If you're not drafting offensive players, you can't expect our fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth round offensive players to be uh, uh, Justin Jefferson. You can't expect I, that. I agree, bro. It's it's a lack of building around Justin, man. And I think he's frustrated. I think he's frustrated from last year dealing with Nagy. And I think he's frustrated with this year with a new regime and them not probably totally being bought in on him. And I think it's all coming out on the football field. And I think that's what he's getting. That's I think it's been two years of um him just being frustrated. So, hey, I agree with everything you said about um them not building around him. And he can probably tell he's not stupid. I just think he's impatient, and I just think that he's fed up, man. And I think it's starting to mess with his quarterback play, especially when Kim is not getting open. Uh, a guy he believed in and Mooney is not getting open as much as he should. Just is not trusted anything out there, man. So, yeah, it's bad, man. CJ, what you think? I, I I definitely have to have to have to agree with you. Um, he's not trusting none of um none of his other receivers. And I talked about that earlier to start the show. Um, 
he has to find some type of way to get connected with his other receivers out there. Um, you know, it's going to be harder. It's going to be easier said than done. But for him to grow as a quarterback, he's going to have to learn how to take the short, short routes in the middle of the field to get himself going. That's how he's going to be able to perform in his offense. If you're trying to go for the big play, it's not going to happen because guess what? The line breaks down. Now you got to be just making all these crazy decisions. And when you rush and make a decisions, nine out of ten, they're, they're going to it's going to be a bad play. But the crazy part about that is that the passes that were the short passes was already there in the first right. two downs for him he, to throw right, the ball. He, so that go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, right, right. And he, and, you know, and the fact is he wasn't he was overlooking those plays because he's looking downfield. When you have a team, a, a team like when you have a team of young, uh, young guys on your team, or when you have a team of guys who are inexperienced, you can't put them out to the line and fire. You have to roll them easy. It's like it's like you're it's like one of your kids, you know, taking a driver's test. What do you do? You take them out and you put them in the parking lot first, right? You get them going until they get used to it. Then you say, okay, enough of the parking lot. Get you out there on the road. And then enough of the road. Let's get you to the expressway. You have to do that same thing. And I and I think that's and I think that's uh, his his uh, learning curve that he's mm -hmm. he's still in the driveway, bro. You are not on the expressway. You are not on the interstate. You are not switching lanes. You you do not have a manual uh, a shift. What is it called? A um, six shift car, six bro. You are in a damn test learners permit car with a teacher. Go ahead, Angel. Um. Maybe he's letting too much of the media overtake him uh, because in week two, he was doing all the little check downs and he wasn't going deep. Now he's going deep and not doing the check downs properly. Like he's like last week, he had receivers open for touchdowns deep. Now this week, he's forcing throws deep. Like, I don't know what's going through his mindset, but this goes with the reading of the play. You should be able to read the play and know what's... It, it, you are a uh, he was what two year starter in Ohio State, two year full starter. Uh, he's uh started for us last year. This is a this is now his fourth year starting at high level football, right? He needs to be able to start learning actually how to read the play before it while, before it's happening. You need to go and take a, a tablet and you need to see what uh, every time you guys call this play, where the safety is, if the safety's been biting. You need to be able to say, my receiver is going to be open. And you lost it to a spot. And your receiver goes and tracks it down and gets it. He's not doing that. He's he's waiting. Where passes are behind receivers. Uh, they're, they're having to stop to make the play. Uh, just like with our defense, Davis Mills. Like I said, he's a fourth, fifth-round uh, uh, quarterback, right? Davis Mills, with that last interception to Rex Burkhead, he throws it inside instead of outside. Rokon's able to cut underneath. Rex Burkhead wasn't expecting the, uh, the pass to be short. That's why the Rex Burkhead was still running out. If Rex Burkhead knew that it was supposed to be a hitch back in, he would have ran back in. That pass would never have been intercepted. That pass was supposed to go over the linebacker's head area to go that way. But Davis Mills being a fourth, fifth round draft pick, he underthrew it. He, he threw it wrong. He didn't read the play properly he didn't execute properly our defense took advantage of that their defense taking advantage that uh that justin fields is not reading the plays proper he's not executing his throws properly so what is he looking like he's looking like the guy who's got like what i think uh nine passing touchdowns career 
for like 17 interceptions? It's, it's, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking good for a guy that has more than one year of college football and one year of uh, NFL starting experience in him, you know, last year. It's, it's not looking good, man. And I, I, and I honestly think that it's his head game. I think mm-hmm. it's his mentality for some reason. He's not it's not clicking. Mm-hmm. You're right. I know he works hard. I know he's in, a, in a, he's training all the time. I know he's doing a lot of things that uh, that you want your quarterback to do. But it just seems like when the plays begin and the game starts and the clock ticks, nothing is going right. Nothing is going right, man. He, he in training camp, throwing no interceptions. Throwing it to whoever's out there. He was really balling because my thing was, let me see how he looks in training camp. Let me see if he's throwing interceptions. Okay, that's all I really cared about. And he wasn't. But you get to the real game, it's like you didn't learn shit, bro. You didn't learn anything. Go ahead. Andrew. I agree. Uh, but then that goes to our thing that we've always been saying um, about how do you play players in the preseason and practice and everything, right? Like, you're a new, a new coaching staff that's coming in. Maybe you need to be with your young uh, starting player and have him get a little bit more game reps against starting caliber players in the preseason, and um and see how that goes. Uh, that what was it the third the third preseason game or the second preseason game where they actually had them play like the first half. He was going good with Komet, but I don't but think that don't they were going against top against level top defensive level players on the, players side. on the other side. No, so. no. His passes, his passes looked like they were leading his receivers, leading though, receivers, though, in the in that, in the, in that preseason game. He hasn't done, he that, hasn't done that this year. This year. I don't know if he, know if he doesn't work on his craft. Maybe he needs to keep on working on that craft. Maybe he's not doing it when he needs to. Uh, training camp, because you know when you do training camp, you're working five, uh, you know, five, six days a week, a couple of days. Uh, a double, uh, two, uh, two days and stuff like that. When you're in the season, you're getting days off a little bit, and maybe he's not working on his craft. Uh, you know, uh, throwing in, you know, taking a receiver and say, "Hey, we're gonna do this on our own time. Let's just go and and and, and run some plays together, so I can really uh, make a feel for you." Uh, we heard rumors that he was out there at a, at a bar, right, and, and nightclub or whatever too, going out with uh, Mooney and everything. <laughs> He went to a bachelor party on a Friday night, man, and people lost their goddamn mind. But we got Iceberg Slam said, I thought when he threw two, three touchdowns in the first half, that was showing progress. Preseason, man, I guess. I guess that doesn't it doesn't really matter because you're not playing against ones and guys are not really schemed up against you. So, But I agree. I thought it was progress, man. I yeah, but we did because in that game, Iceberg, he was making those uh, 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 leading plays. With his receivers, they were catching it in stride and getting all those yaks, those yards after catch. They were doing it. I remember it with Komet. Komet was able to catch it right here and just keep on going with the ball and just kept on going. He's not doing it in game days, though, when it really counts on Sundays. Right now, he's not doing it. He hasn't done these hasn't first, three games. first three games. He's, it, 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 <laughs> am I wrong? Statistically, hasn't his quarterback rating gone down each week? I would have yeah. to say it. Yeah, he was at a he was at a 27.7 today quarterback rating. 27 rating. I don't know if it was quarterback quarterback rating or just rating. It was 27 a day. Davis Mills out of 70. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that we can't keep on blaming. I don't want to always blame the players that are around him. Because who was Davis Mills playing with? 
you know what I'm trying to you see what I'm saying? Like nobody quarterback quarterbacks need to still be able to make some plays. If it's the five yard here, you gotta have uh, uh um what's it called? No turnovers. If you got sucky offensive players, zero turnovers. You can't cost your team. You just make the right read. Okay, I can't, I don't trust if you don't trust yourself, well then make the right read here. Here's a dump down. Continue to at least extend plays because you don't know. Maybe that player might break a tackle and you guys get the first right. down. You just make continue to make those plays. He's making wrong plays. I think he was like uh, eight for seventeen today. I can't remember if it was eight for seventeen, something like that. But regardless, his rating of twenty-seven, bro. This guy has uh, one passing touchdown all season, and it was a play that your receiver Pettis had to just stop. Was it was a one passing touchdown too? I know Pettis. Did St. Brown get one last week? Yeah, St. Brown got one. Yeah, okay. not last week, but yeah. Okay, so uh, two passing there. touchdowns. He's got two passing touchdowns. How many turnovers? Three. Two, two this week. One last week. One last week. So three interceptions? Okay. Yep. So right now he's already behind, uh, behind it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and another thing with Justin um, is that he has to realize, okay, we, we're talking about that game that he had the three touchdowns. Teams are going to see that. And they're going to look at that every single time to see how they're going to rally you. So again, this comes back to his learning, um, his learning development. He's going to have to learn is when teams do different coverages on you and you have to understand and read that and make the right plays. You're going to have to check down. Is it going to eat up the clock? Yeah, but it comes back to trusting those receivers, getting them, getting them the ball. Cause you do have an arm. There's no such thing. You can't get the ball to the receiver. Got to give it to him. You have to look. You have to see what's going on. Do not read. Do not. Do not try to read the whole field. Try to try to just read. You know, in, in front of you, pretty much. That's and that's what's so frustrating because he has an arm, and I think mm-hmm. that's 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 the most frustrating thing, and that's that's lets you know that he's in his head way too much, and he yep. thinks he's the smartest player on the on the field, and you're not. You're not. Guys, they they, they got film on you. You know, they they team NFL studies, man. They eat their young. The NFL is a league that eats their young. The player you were last year might not, you might not be that player this year. Cincinnati is struggling. The Raiders are struggling. Teams are struggling. Once they get some film on you, it's hard to adapt. Justin has to adapt. I agree. Um, and to go with what you're saying, that he might think that he's the smartest guy in the field, might go to his work ethic. It might go to like how we're saying. Um, I'm, I'm not. This is not me bringing up Mitch. This is me uh, saying Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. Um, who's the uh, quarterback that was with Mitch Trubisky? That was his backup, Chase Daniels. You guys can go. All of our fans that are watching, I want Justin Fields to be good. Okay, I want him to be good. I want him to be the quarterback he was in Ohio State. I want him to win some games with us. Okay, I think the kid is a nice person. There's nothing wrong. He, kid is not a bad kid. Kid's a good guy. Okay, I like Justin Fields. All right, but you so can go. You can go back and watch all of those other quarterbacks. You're gonna see them pick up a tablet during game day. You're gonna see them watching tape of game that's happening right now. All right. So he needs to do that. All right. So so next Sunday I'm gonna start here. So what do you think that's gonna help us win a game again? Back to back wins. Versus the Giants, Saquon is on the menu. Daniel Dimes is on the menu. What have you seen today that's going to be like, 
we're going to win that game Sunday. CJ, go ahead. Fuck that Fuck Daniel Dimes shit. shit. I'm going to call him Daniel Jones. Jones. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. But, but um, uh, I'm going to say the offense will get to that first. I need to see some consistency with his offense. I need to see consistency with the offensive line. And I need to see Justin trusting his receivers, you know, to get them the ball. And hopefully they'll make a play. The running game, I have nothing to say about that. Defense, Defense, the interior's the got interior to step, step it up. The front, the front four got to step it up. So if we see, if we see that all on Sunday, it could, we could get a possible win. Okay. So, what? Well, who's your X factor? Um, my X factor, I think, is going to have to be Cole Komet because um, Justin's going to have to play the middle of the field. Um, of course, our, our running game is going to be on point, but the Bears have to attack the, the interiors of these of these teams. They have to. When, when they try to think too much and try to throw the ball 20, 30 yards down the field, and Justin gets frustrated, it's, it's going to be game over. So I want to see them play the short game. You know, quit, quit listening to everybody in the media. Oh, throw the ball 20, 30 yards. Play the short game. Get the running game going. And, and run that clock, and then, and then it's up to your advantage. Because when you're in a hurry-up offense, to me, he's more effective in that with this team right now. Angel, go ahead, man. Okay, our X factor. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Vanish Jones. Deep. No, he is he even gonna be healthy? <laughs> right. Is he is he even gonna play? Is he even gonna be suited up? Is he even gonna have a helmet on his hands? Okay. Until we get an answer to that, uh, he ain't no our X factor. But our X factor to me is our whole defense. We need to be able to make Davis Mills, uh, 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 Daniel Jones, shall I say, look like Davis Mills. <laughs> because right now that man has a 99 quarterback rating. Who? Daniel Jones from the Giants. Because you know, who's his, you know who his coach is, right? Dable, Dable. Yeah, the guy that was the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills who helped Josh Allen become Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. So we need their defense to be able to help because uh, right now um, Saquon Barkley is averaging 116 yards rushing per game on six six yards per carry. What? Yes. Six yards per carry, homie. Saquon Barkley is averaging six yards per carry. He's got 236 yards rushing in two games. That's That's 118 yards rushing a game for Saquon Barkley. Your quarterback got a 99 quarterback rating. I need our defense to step up. It's going to our defense. We know our offense sucks. Okay. I'm sorry. It's another year. Our offense is not good enough right now. So, in order for us to win, we need to take takeaways, which we did today. Mm-hmm. It was takeaways in the red zone. That 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 that, that uh, interception in the red zone, because that was three points right there. Even if they don't, if, if they come up short, they get three points on the field goal. We're, we're looking at we lose this game. Even without the interception that Roquan did at the end, we lose that game. Okay, so the turnovers we needed some more. It's gonna be hard. But I, I want our X factor. I'm focusing in on our defense because that's something that I feel that's better than the offense. The offense is like literally a wild card. I'm more of hoping. Can you show up? And 
Can, can Justin Fields actually show up? Can uh, Cole Komet make some actual blocks? Can uh, Darna Mooney uh, get the ball? Can our offensive line not uh, 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 make fumbles from the center to quarterback exchange? Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, these I'm are Our X Factor, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is going to be Justin Fields this week, Sunday. I guarantee, I guarantee the victory today, and people didn't believe me. Justin Fields is going to be our X Factor for our game Sunday against the Giants. I'm predicting two touchdowns and about 67 yards rushing. I'm saying it right now. Yep, Justin Fields. A damn. I'm expert. trying to. I'm trying to make sure I'm looking at my damn screen correctly. You said Justin Fields going to be the X factor. Number one is our X factor. You're you're saying I think I think you're saying that in order for us to win, he has to uh, uh, play good. It, whatever you want to call it, because he's not the, he's not the we're not, not the best player on the offense right now, right? Or did he, so he's gonna have to be the guy, the X factor. No, it, look, it looks like he's he's actually behind Khalil Herbert. That's what I'm saying. He's a damn X factor. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna have to be. Our backup running backs are, uh, is is performing better than our starting quarterback. So. <laughs> God damn, that's the funniest thing I heard today. But it's <laughs> but that but that's the t- the sad part. You know what I'm saying like. We can't always keep on being uh, so hateful to other court players that were on our team and wanting to kick them out of town when they actually weren't horrible. They just weren't top tier. And it's like now we got a quarterback who's playing bad and is having interception after interception and is turning the ball over. And it's like. That's one thing you can't do. You can't. I'm sorry, Darnell Moody was our starting receiver for Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. So it's these players need to step up. And Justin Fields has all the talent. He has more talent than Mitchell Trubisky. More talent. That is 100%. He has more talent athletically than all of the quarterbacks I had mentioned. Nichols, Chase Daniels, Andy Dalton, Mitch Trubisky, more athletic talent than any of them. Okay? can throw the deep ball as, as great as the Red Rifle did. Andy Dalton had a great deep ball in the beginning of his career when he was in Cincinnati. Justin Fields has that same zip deep ball. But he's a, he's a better, pure athlete. He needs to perform. He needs to do his homework. All the scene that we're hearing about uh, Justin Fields, oh, you know, I wake up early in the morning and I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Well, guess what? Your predecessors was at the at, at, at Hallis Hall at 5.30 in the morning. When you waking up, they were already there. Mr. Brisky was in the building at 5.30 in the morning. Which means your ass should have been up at 4. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You are a young quarterback in the NFL. Are you going to use all the tools you have in front of you to become the best? Use those tools because you have the God-given talent. You have it, Justin. You have it. You can break tackles. You can move around in the pocket. You can make a, 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 a bullet throw deep while on the move. Yep. 
Make the point and emphasis in your brain to not speak like you're doing stuff. Like if the fans are wrong, like, oh, you know what? Well, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, you know, like, so? That's what I'm saying. You're, you're making millions of dollars to go play this sport. Are you doing everything you need to do to become the best at it? Do you... Or, or do you think that you just made it already? Oh well, you know the fans don't. Uh, 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 uh the fans didn't have uh, you know put in as much as as we did. You know the players. Excuse me. Who are? What have you done in this league besides throw interceptions? But you feel that you could just say that the fans are not into it as much as the players. And then you have to backtrack it and then say that the media, uh, uh, uh the media misconstrued your stuff. What that what that's gonna do talking to your dad about it? You a grown ass man. Your dad had to tell him, hey man, you needed to apologize to the fans. Really? Your daddy had to tell you? You couldn't come up with that yourself? You couldn't understand the fact that what you said was wrong? And that's what I was talking about in the group chat. He had he's stubborn and he has a maturity. He's he's still growing up. He's very stubborn, man, from the way. Because Gaskey's telling him every game, bro, we got to take our time. We can't throw it downfield yet. We can't throw it downfield yet. We can't yeah. chuck it downfield yet. We can't yeah. slow down. He wants to go 130 miles an hour every play. And that doesn't work in the NFL. And teams know when a young quarterback wants to be extra aggressive, they know that's when they got you on the hook. Justin has to slow down, bro. Our only weakness is QB play. Well, as of right now, it is because I've seen a lot of times where our pocket was fine. I've seen a lot of times where when he is getting that pressure, he's not moving around in the pocket properly. He's moving to where the where the uh, the 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 blindside attack is coming from. He's moving, uh, you know, like towards the actual defender. He's moving sideline to sideline instead of left to right. If he forward and back. Right, he's running the right. sideline. Bro, they got you on the hook. You Stay cut up. off half the field when you do that. And Stay then he's not making throw. his throws. He's not making accurate throws. This is not this is not the quarterback that I saw when he played in Ohio State. But then yet that was Ohio State and that was against Big Ten competition. Yep. You know, that was in the SEC. Oh, okay. CJ, what CJ, what else you got right now? Uh, you want to get final thoughts and prediction for the score? Yeah, let's get the final thoughts and prediction for the score, man. Because um, even though the Bears win this game, they got a lot of work to do. But um, I'm gonna say the Bears win a close one, and I'm gonna give it a low score. Um, I'm gonna say 2017 Bears. Bears. Um, my final thoughts is this. I think Justin's going to have a better game. I don't know what that means, but he's going to have a better game. Um, I think the running game is going to be ready to go. Um, I think the defense is going to be ready to go. I think everything is going to be ready to go. And I think the score will be, if we can contain Saquon Barkley, if we can contain Daniel Jones, it's going to be a tight game. But I'm going to get a Bears to edge 21-20. Because of the running game. The running game. What you got, Angel? 
Guys, it's gonna make me be the one, right? It's gonna make me be the one. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I wish it's a thirty-five to ten Bears victory, but uh, yeah, I'm, I ain't going there. Um, <laughs> all right, so I have to really go back and and, and watch the tape fully of uh, the New York Giants to see just how quite their offense is. I just don't trust. I don't even need to see what their defense is. I know our offense is just not there. So um, I'll probably. I'm probably going to go 20, 23, 23, 20, uh, bears. And then, uh, if I, if I change up, I'll, I'll let you guys know in the, the pregame. Yeah. I think, I think the bears, I think we sneak it out, man. I think, man, that defense, bro. Like I say, I think it's going to get better every game, man. That seems like that has way more, Veteran type of like the talent's better on our defense, it's just better. You can mm -hmm. kind of see it. It's not if our offense was as talented as the defense will be a better football team as a whole. I don't think the defense is going to dip down, man. I think that might be a little bit better. Might be a little bit better. Squeak was out. Oh man, because the Giants also the beat Giants the Titans. Man, they stopped that running game from uh, uh Derrick Henry. They sure did, because I got him in my fantasy league. <laughs> That's, I'm like, man, I know, me too. So I'm like, man, is uh, injured David Montgomery and it'll just be Khalil Herbert? Doesn't that help the Giants uh, a little bit more? Like, mm. I'm going to switch it. Yeah. I'm going to switch it. Giants 23, Bears 20. Guys like... Guys like no, hey, I, I respect you. I respect you, Andrew. I have nothing to say, bro. I can see that. I just, I'm just because I, I don't know if our offense is good enough to, to and it's like I see a, a defensive unit that the Giants have is not great, nowhere near great. No, but what is our strength? Running the ball. It's not passing. So our strength is running the ball, and yet they're pretty decent at stopping the run. McCaffrey, they, they went against McCaffrey in week one. They went against uh uh Derrick Henry in week two, and they're two and zero. So with, with teams that have running backs as as the best players, they're two and zero against them. So um I know we could talk about you know like uh our quarterback play and everything, and uh maybe you know, maybe Justin Fields is more like Baker Mayfield. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh I hope not too, but Baker Mayfield was a high, you know, touted draft pick that when he came out. And if I really think about their plays, their passing ability, Justin has a lot of Baker Mayfield in his passing ability. Baker Mayfield could throw a deep ball; he's just not accurate. Right. And and right now, Justin Fields was missing his deep receivers that were open by ten yards to and the that's safety. That's so crazy because that's what his 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 claim to fame that he had a great looking deep ball, man. He had a great mm -hmm. deep ball. It's like everything he's got, ever done. But you got to be accurate at the end of the day. So that's so I'm like right now when I'm looking at his trajectory, how he's been playing this season, he's very similar to Baker Mayfield's seasons with Cleveland. Yeah. And, and that's sad because they get what they did. They got him out of there. All right. So that's our final 23, 20 Giants. I got Bears winning. CJ got the Bears winning. And if he got anything else, I think that's it for us. Well, yeah. Before we get up out of here, I want to thank everybody in the comment section for holding it down. Um, 
from Iceberg Slim 38, bro. Um, I haven't seen you on here before. Appreciate um, you, bro. If you're new here, we bro, appreciate, we appreciate you. you, bro, for coming on. Yes, sir. Um, we had Ham Johnson with a couple of comments. Um, came in. Um, our advisor Allen came in, and of course, you know, telling us about the echo. Um, we, we figured that out. Um, we got a lot of comments through here. I want to thank everybody in the comment section. Um, again, with the comments, we appreciate it. Um, the Bears did win this game, but they do got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, we 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 know that we understand that. Hopefully they can get it together um, for the Giants because I think Saquon is, is coming to play. Um, you know, so they, they got to be ready for that. He hurt himself but, um, against us. Yeah, every, every, everybody keeps bringing that up, but I don't think it's going to happen this time. No, I'm saying that he hurt himself against us. So, like you said, he's coming He's coming to play. Right, right, right. He, he wants to get his All revenge right. on us. No, if any, everybody that didn't come in here, we're going to leave you guys with the highlights from the game. And then after that, we're going to give you guys an outro video. And we out of here, man. God bless. See y'all next time. All Sunday. right, Mom. Thanks for stopping by, Mom. Appreciate you. Thank you, everyone. Just missed one there. Herbert. Inside the 10. Still going at the 5. Turns his legs, and he's in. Touchdown, Chicago. It's Herbert on first down. He's got some room. Big hole for Herbert. Houston territory. And Herbert is finally taken down by Derek Stingley. Well, why pass the ball when you can do that on the ground? Hoping to avoid that decision here. Third and goal. Herbert right up the middle. Pushing the pile. And he is in for the touchdown. Mills throws up in the air and intercepted by Eddie Jackson. It is a touchback as Jackson comes up with his 12th career INT. Starting to rain at Soldier Field on third and one. Mills pass deflected, intercepted. Roquan Smith and Mills makes the tackle. That middle linebacker is just playing zone, watching the eyes of the quarterback. And the quarterback should be the one manipulating the middle linebacker, not the other way around. A 30-yard attempt. Santos for the win, and it is good! Hey everyone, this is Dr. Paulo here from Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG Podcast. They have been a great support of what we do here on the channel that I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting CNG Podcast. Again, that is CNG Podcast. You could go ahead and hit follow or subscribe to their channel. Afterwards, you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions. All right. Take care. This is Dr. Paula signing off. Deuces. I see it. You see it. They see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, it, baby. Let's go. CNG Podcast. Come on, bear down. Shout out to guys, CNG. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy to be on the CNG Podcast. Bear down, Chicago.